after the game was over, I was Lily, Lily and I sat out on the porch and watched the evening games. And Lily looked at me and said, dad, you know why we lost that game? I was like, why Lily? And she says, she says, cause we didn't let him score in the first drive. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to My Gotta Podcast. I'm Jim Wood. In this episode, John Powell and I review Georgia's 27-24 loss to Alabama in the SEC Championship game. And we talk about the college football playoff selection. As always, remember to check out the newly redesigned MyGottaPodcast.com to see our latest merch. And you can follow us on social media at MyGottaPodcast. Finally, we'd love for you to check out our presenting sponsor, Oxia Time, at OxiaTime.com. That's A-X-I-A-T-I-M-E. Now, let's join the conversation in progress. Like legitimate conversation in progress. <laughs> Seriously. Oh, man. So many things. So many things. Just as we predicted. <laughs> Just as we predicted. I'll tell you this. Uh, all right. So I had I had 31 to 21. You had 33 to 18 for obvious reasons. Wasn't that far off. Uh, but what do we say? Georgia is the better team. You protect the football. You win the game. We had the only turnover. The only turnover led to three Alabama points, and we lost by three. So we needed uh, – I, I know we had, had more conversations after recording uh, and a lot of stuff we had talked about with Hunter. Like the 30 was the number. Georgia, if Georgia can get to 30 points, we're going to win the game. Um, I think that was accurate. And – 30 points were there. We could have scored 30. We, I would say we should have scored 30. Um, and if I we mean, didn't, we would have won. If you factor in, if you factor in everything that we just talked about, like the free, a free field goal off of a turnover. Um, uh, if you, if, if a play is reviewed, I'm not convinced as, as others are that it would have been ruled an incomplete pass, but that wipes another seven points off and you really are sitting at right around 33, 18. <laughs> Yeah, which, I mean, it would have been amazing. I will say um, I'm not convinced it would have been either because of who we were playing. And I I fell into the trap of believing that because we were number one and we had won 29 in a row and we were the college kings, of the, the kings of college football, that we would get the calls. And uh, I'll never fool myself like that again. So I was, John, something I was... I was poking around a minute ago and I was, I was like, Oh, I found it. I was, I was thinking to myself, who was it that asked in the lister questions? Uh, how many points are the refs going to cost us? And it was, it was Brett, it was Brett building. So Brett apologies. We didn't take your question serious enough. Um, the answer is 13. <laughs> the answer is 13 <laughs> points. Uh, the non, the, the non-reviewed uh, fourth down, Catch if you're watching on YouTube. If you're not watching YouTube, I just did air quotes. Um, you know, if that's correctly ruled an incompletion, there's no touchdown there. That's seven. Um, uh, I I don't know. Whatever. Maybe it's just seven. <laughs> Maybe it's just seven. I was about to say, how do we get to 13? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess the 13 point swing was just the other thing. Because So I guess, yeah, not the refs. So definitely seven. Um I don't know, man. Although I can't remember which driver was the uh, the horse collar that wasn't. Um, I mean, all right. So let's 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 talk about it. So for me, watching the game, watching this game was probably one of the more frustrating experiences that I've had 
and recent memory um, of of watching a team do everything that it could to try to get itself into a position to win, only to be thwarted by a defense that is so physical and so aggressive to the point where they're committing what I felt like were pretty obvious penalties um, mm-hmm. in in my in my review. I actually had to review, like, I, I was watching it. I, I just, I, after after watching everything, I kind of, like, was, was messaging you throughout the game, like, oh, my God, why why are they not calling any of these holds? Why are they not calling pass interference for, for anything? Yeah. And I did not feel like that there was anything reciprocal coming from the Georgia side of the line, or the Georgia, the Georgia side of things that – was anywhere near what they were doing. It felt incredibly one-sided. Um, and I don't want to sit here and say that we the refs cost us the game um, because it wasn't the referees that decided to run toss sweep on third and short multiple times. It wasn't the referees that decided to play hurt wide receivers at times that were very clearly hobbling. Um, it wasn't... It wasn't the referees that ball started. It wasn't the referees that missed a field goal. Um, it wasn't the referees that fumbled in an end around. It wasn't the referees that fumbled a completely wide open uh, play that had been truly artfully created by Bobo throughout the game. Um, yeah. It was almost like he heard Gary talk about Dylan Bell coming around the formation on a misdirection completely wide open yeah. um, and Bobo went right back to it. It was perfectly set up. It would have been a huge gain and we just didn't execute. And it wasn't the referees that allowed Jalen Milrow to basically storm down the field when we needed to stop him in the fourth quarter on the last second drive, where we absolutely would have had more time um, to try to do something miraculous to at least force an overtime. Yeah. But all of that said, um, it, it wasn't the referees that couldn't get to the quarterback where he had eight seconds to throw the ball at times. <sighs> oh my gosh. Yeah. He, he lived up to holding the ball, uh, longer than anyone in the SEC because we just I let did, him. I did not have in my bingo card that we could not get to Milrow with eight seconds to go after him at times. Now that said, I mean, we did sack him four times, which was, you know, pretty impressive. And we did it on the first drive. We did on the first drive. Anyway, it wasn't the referees that did all those things. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. We we didn't nearly throw two interceptions. They didn't nearly throw two interceptions, which Alabama dropped. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So there's there's all those things, right? Yes, we got we got whooped. The offensive line, the defensive line throughout the game got whooped. Um, I also think that they did some whooping throughout the game as well. But all of that said, there were at least – I'm I'm trying to think here. There are at least seven different plays that I went back and took videos of and posted on Twitter. And you, some of you have probably seen them because I've seen all the replies <laughs> and all of the impressions. But that said, um, I mean, it was pretty obvious that at least if you if you want to take if you want to take issue with, with one or two of the, the videos that I posted. Then I've got three other three others that are right behind it that were at crucial moments. Um, yeah. yeah, plays that would have extended drives, 
the, in my opinion, one of the most egregious ones was the Kindle Melton face mask on one of the series that led to us having to, you know, kick a field goal. Yeah. Um, yeah. Kendall Milton was pulled down by his face mask inside the 20 yard line. And I think it was inside the 20, if I remember correctly, but either way, it would have ended up in a first and goal situation mm. for us. In, in the end, we ended up taking a field goal. Um, yeah. That right there, if, if you just isolated that one play, that is a play that the referees cost Georgia the game. Right. Um, on fourth and two, or on fourth and fourth and uh, what was the fourth down? It was fourth and fourth and four. Fourth and four. So, so a fourth down play at right around midfield, if I remember correctly, right, Jim? There um, are we talking about the the non the non reviewed pass? The non reviewed pass, yeah. No, it was closer. It was. I mean, they were on our side of the field. I know that. Okay, but it was it was it was still like it would have been really good field position for us had that play. Oh yeah. Been overturned yes a fourth down play two plays later they scored they scored points off of it Um, could we have stopped them sure but you know that's we did we did we did stop them sorry uh because he didn't catch that ball um my opinion i've seen i've seen people say like yes he did it wouldn't have changed i mean yes the ball can touch the ground no the ball can't move when it touches the ground and the ball moved so i don't know Whatever. It, it would have been interesting to see the review. I wasn't, I could be swayed one way or the other. Um, but anyway, um, there were multiple plays. I mean, we had an, we had, we, we had a defender literally pulled down from behind um, on, on a play. We yeah. had guys that looked like they were trying to hockey fight Chaz Chambliss by pulling his jersey off. Yeah. Um, we had guys that were running by free on, on their defensive line. And an arm reaches out and and literally impedes their their pass rush. Like it's just there was just an, an inordinate. I mean, Brock Bowers, uh, God bless him. I kind of wish that he was a better actor than he is. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Then because yeah, I feel like he could have made a meal of that. I feel like that um, the pass interference play that was called against Malachi Starks, Burton just stopped running. And yeah. what's what what is the what is the cornerback supposed to do? And frankly, as soon as Burton stopped running, he turned around and looked at the ball and was looking for the ball. Um, I'm being told that because Lad McConkey's defender was looking at the ball and reaching for the ball, that it's okay for him to tackle Lad McConkey because he's trying to play the ball. That's what Alabama people are telling me about <clears throat> the Lad McConkey play, but they're completely ignoring the Malachi Starks play. That yeah. extended, that extended. Uh, an Alabama <clears throat> drive and the Lad McConkey one ended a Georgia, pretty much ended a Georgia drive. I mean, to me, the whole thing, like it was an evenly matched game. If you look at the stats, the stats are almost identical um, between the two teams. I'm like first downs, third down conversions, you know, which third down conversions weren't very good for either team, by the way. Uh, but um, yards, everything very similar. It was a turnover. Right was the difference. I mean, to me, I I keep boiling it down to three plays, and I'll just go in order of when they happened, not in importance or anything like that. But it was okay. uh, number one is the false start that took us out of field goal range. Um, Payday makes makes that field goal from forty five yards. He missed it from fifty. That was the first one. The second one we already talked about. It was oh the other two we already talked about. I guess we've already talked about all three of them. But there's that. The second one is the fourth down completion whether you want to call it or not, you know, if we stop them there on fourth down, we have the ball back. 
uh, down 10 to seven with time to score at the end of the first half. Right. Um, I think it was a bad call, whatever. And then the other one is the the fumble. So the, the end around fumble, the turnover, um, like you said, the play was there. It was wide open. Bell was running for, I think he gets at least 15 yards. If you know, if not a lot more, there's potentially a lot more um, instead, you know, Bama has the ball right there. Kudos to the defense for holding him to three. Um, the game could have been over right there if they let him score a touchdown and they kept the game alive, kept us alive. Uh, that was a heck of a stand. So, cause I, I know like I was kind of being kind of harsh on the defense and I think you've corrected yeah. me through text messages. Um, you know, they played well. They, I will say, uh, after the game was over, I was Lily, Lily and I sat out on the porch and watched the evening games. And Lily looked at me and said, dad, you know why we lost that game? I was like, why Lily? And she says, she says, cause we didn't let them score in the first drive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lily. Which like, I kind of feel like they George at us. They like, did. They really like, did. Like we scored like that, and then they shut us down. Like they did to us, but we did to everyone all all year. That was kind of uh, that was kind of weird. Now we yeah. know what that feels like. Now I guess so. That was that was tough. I mean, that's all right. So I don't want to. I don't want to like you know come harshly down on you or whatever. But like I feel the defense did more than enough I to agree. win I agree. the game. Uh, you are correct. You are um, correct. They. Alabama had previously won like 54 of 55 games or something like that when they were the first team that scored. So immediately right off the bat, we, we eliminated that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, in, in a game, in a game that is, that is pretty, pretty big in magnitude. Like that was, that was a, that was a, I, that had to have been a win because Kirby joked about it earlier in the year that mm. that's just what we do. So to stop a team like that from scoring had to have felt like a win, a substantial win for the defense, just, with, just, symbol, just symbolically. But in with what seemed like a really good plan, right? Cause it was like, we did the spy thing and we, but we had like a spy with a delayed blitz like that Jalen Walker sack on that first three and out. It was amazing. You're like, Oh my gosh, like if this is what we're going to do, um, I right. will say to your point, like earlier you were saying, like, you know, and I know Gary talked about it a lot, like at some point, when do you have to put in a healthy receiver instead of the injured guys? Uh, but I would say too, like Jalen Walker only played like 12 snaps, which seems a little odd, especially the way the game, the way the game started out there. I could be over exaggerating with 12, but it was under 15 from what I remember. Yeah. Kind of weird. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I wasn't really paying attention to that side of things like I felt like that no matter what we ended up deciding on the defensive side I felt like that they did enough um I think they did like I I think they did I mean I would have liked to hold them to below 27 but again like I said I feel like we in theory did did they were gifted seven points right right I I feel like that in theory we kind of did but um the the only thing that I would say that uh, you know let's talk about the defense I guess since we're talking about the defense right now and we can get to the offense for Craig in just a second um <laughs> but uh but for, from the defensive side like I don't know so here's 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 one of the issues that I have with the approach on defense we're saying two two linebackers spy right that mm-hmm. means that those two guys that means two out of 11 guys are just standing there waiting yeah did we need two right could we 
have done something different to maybe like not have two guys occupied because mm-hmm. of a potential threat of Milrow. And then when the game came down to it, he was able to do exactly he's, what he, we were afraid. He still did it at that on that last doing. drive. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. we waited to the very end to get super aggressive when it was too late. Like I, I, I don't know. I guess that I liked the approach at the beginning, but when it was becoming clear that the quarterback was holding the ball far too longer, far longer than he should have been able to against a team of this talent level. Ah, I, I just, I don't know. I just question what, how, for how long we did that. Is that is kind of, does that make sense? Like it does. It does. And I think what's frustrating is, you know, something that Jeff Dancer talks a lot about on um, the Bulldog brunch, right. And those guys, Jeff and Kevin talk about is like complimentary football. Right. And each side of the ball helping each other out and, you know, three and out to start the game. Awesome. The Georgia offense comes out and looks like it looks like what we did to TCU on that first drive is the best way I could best thing I could compare it to um, march down the field score like it was nothing. And then, I mean, Bama punted again. Right. On the next drive, um, we get the ball back and then we go three and out. Right. I mean, it's just like the Alabama offense was not doing much early and our defense was shutting them down and we didn't extend that lead. We, you know, we scored seven points in the first drive and that was it for the entire first half. We never did anything after that. Um, I mean, other than the one drive that resulted in the missed field goal, but other than that, like we didn't, we didn't do anything. So it's so, just, it's, that's where it's. Are, dis- we, are huh? we, are we pivoting to talk about the offense now? Well, I'm just saying, I mean, we, I mean, so one thing I was just because you about, can't you can't have you can't have that without having a conversation about the offense because that's my yeah yeah well that's what I'm saying but what I'm saying is like the offense didn't like I felt like the defense was like so good at the in the beginning of the game and the offense let them down right by just three and out three and out kept giving the ball back and then it gave Alabama a life right and then once they. You know, if you keep not scoring, keep not scoring, eventually their offense is going to figure something out. And our defense is having to stand the field because our offense keeps going three and out. You know, like that time on the field hurts your defense too. So we did we did not play good complimentary football in this game, I guess is my point. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. I mean, Bama opened the game with two punts and a field goal. Yeah. Um, yeah. We had a touchdown, two punts, missed field goal. Yeah, dude, um, Brett Thorson's had to be ice in his leg on Sunday. That's he, the most he's like ever punted. Yeah, he he worked he worked out. I think one of them was like a sixty yard punt too. Uh, I, I mean, I think he, I texted. He was I, impressive. He was I, impressive. I, I I texted the guys. And I was like, Brett is an is a effing monster. <laughs> oh yeah, man. And, I mean, and and I said before the game that pinning them back was uh, I think it was something that I had kind of looked at after the podcast, after the podcast or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I had noticed that, you know, when they were pinned back and forced to go down the field, that they did not do very well at that in the past. And they actually did it pretty well against us. They had a 90, what, a 92 yard, mm-hmm. a 92 yard drive um, after that, which it was had to have been to a certain element like soul crushing for the for the defense but uh yeah. then then all of a sudden we had a a seven play no uh, sorry not a 40 a, a, a 13 yard play 7 minute drive is what i meant to say 
We had a All seven right. minute and 27 second drive. And that was the one that resulted in the missed field goal, right? That was the one that resulted in the missed field goal. And if you go back and look at my favorite metric, uh, the game, the game cast, the ESPN win pr- predictability or win probability percentage, when we missed that field goal is when things started going very heavily into the Alabama favor. Like it was already kind of like 50, 50 at that point, which, you know, before the game, it was 60 something in our favor. It mm-hmm. went to like almost 69%, 70% when we missed that field goal. Got it. That's, that's, that's the game of inches. That's the game of possessions matter against this team. Um, and Graham kind of mentioned in his 12 takeaways when you're trying to, uh, I, I'm curious to know what your, your feelings are about it. Cause like, you know, maximize the, his, his, his comment, Graham's comment about maximizing possessions against this team. Um, I, I tend to, I tend to agree, man. Like, I mean, it took a long time for us to get nothing out of that drive. And then you go back and look at some of the pace of play, all those kinds of things that he was, that Graham was talking about. And a lot of that has to do, in my opinion, when a Mary Spims went out of the game. Yeah. I think that, I think that's the thing that a lot of people keep ignoring. Um, I agree. I mean, I, so, so I will say that is something that we had and that Graham has talked about all year. I'll give him some flowers on that is right. Like needing to be more explosive um and not you can't always have 13 play you know all these like five yard chunk five yard chunk five yard chunk and score you do need to be explosive at times and and we've heard kirby say that too kirby said that post game in one game i can't remember when it was um so i agree i think my counter to that one drive we were talking about was we had been going three and out so often and alabama had held the ball for a bit i felt like a good long drive there did do us some good to get the defense some rest, but then you missed the field goal um, was really a backbreaker. Um, but I think yeah. on the, on the I, mid, go ahead. I, I had looked at and looking talking about your, you know, how long they had the ball. I think they had the ball for almost 10 minutes Yeah, up until the missed field goal. Um, and we had had the ball like a little under, little under seven minutes. So like, yeah. I mean, I, I, I get it, but like, their drives weren't these massive drives. Like their big, their longest drive was their field goal. And that was eight plays for three minutes and 48 seconds. Everything else was like a minute, 30, 53 seconds. Yeah. Three minutes, four minutes. Like, (laughs) right. I don't think that they were, I don't think that they were that as gassed as you maybe think that they would have been, particularly with how quickly we're rotating. I, I just think that we got out coached, honestly, like, I mean, we we lost our best offensive lineman and then proceeded to run like what six plays, six straight run plays. Yeah, so let's talk about Mims because I think that that was what, that's a big thing I've been focusing on. Um, you know, when we talk about like Georgia this season offensively and the early, um, I guess people being disappointed. Whereas the offenses against TCU, et cetera. You know, we lost Mims and he had tight rope surgery, right? Wasn't he like the first guy to get tight rope surgery this year? Mm-hmm. And when when Mims came back, all of a sudden the offense started clicking. And so that's the thing, because when, when Mims went down in this game, that's when things turned and we were not as productive. Um, a lot of those tosses that we're talking about were away from where Mims had vacated. So we we're going to the left, tossing to the left towards green. Um and Bowers and uh did I mean they were ready for it. They I mean they, you know, we've seen Saban has talked about what they changed and how they changed where their safeties were and what they were rushing. Um 
and just felt like that they could control with rushing four and dropping back two safeties. And I mean, it worked. I mean, they, you know, we, we blew the doors off of them on the first drive. They made an adjustment. The adjustment worked and our, we lost our starting right tackle. And I, I mean, there was something going on. Like, I mean, we, we couldn't protect as well. Beck was under duress and I don't know. It was like, it took us a while to figure out what to do or, or something. And I think it was really telling when, when we just went to the half at the end of the first half instead of just like throwing a bomb like just yeah like something. Do, do, do something, something. Yeah. yeah i thought that I, was, I thought that was weird i thought that was really weird as well i mean there's three seconds left like what are they gonna do yeah. like uh, just arm punt it like i mean right i i, I don't know i i yeah i i completely hated that one as well but like all right so you you talk about that like okay so I don't, i'm not sure exactly which series like was it right after the touchdown that he went out or like what? Like when did Mims go down? Yeah. It was really early. Um, Let's just, let's just for, for argument's sake, say that it was after the first series. Sure. So the next series that everybody keeps talking about, like, Oh, we ran six straight run plays. Well, like those six straight run plays or whatever. All right. So it had to have been, it had to have been after the second series because in one of the punt in one of the, the punt plays, like, Passing complete Brock Bowers, passing complete Lab McConkey, passing complete Brock <laughs> Bowers. Say, it wasn't we we didn't just run. That's a, that's people aren't remembering it correctly. Hold on, no, but no, th- th- we we did. And I'll, Eventually, I'll, I'll get to that like I'll later. I'll say the, the first the series. Next, it right, had been the, the next series. I say because the first series after the touchdown was three three passes. Correct. I remember that? Yeah, yeah, and one of those was the pass the the deep pass to Brock Bowers that was basically armed assault. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, okay. I just, I, I can't even with that play, man. Okay. So let's go back to our next series. So the defense goes eight plays, 26 to 28 yards, three minutes, 48 seconds. They kicked the a field goal. It was seven, three. So Georgia takes over. Um, Georgia takes over Dejon Edwards run Dejon Edwards run Dejon that Edwards. One. Like th- those are, those are, those are big plays. Those are big plays right there. So that was the, what I, what I, here's what I can't remember. And I don't, I I have not rewatched the game because I don't think I really care to. I've gone back and looked for like, the only thing I went back to look at was the reverse. But <clears throat> there was a, so that, this drive you're talking about, there was two successful runs to start. Yeah. Um, and then it was third and two. And that was the, I know we ran a toss sweep to the left and we had lost a yard. Was that the play where we had to call timeout because like everything was, mm-hmm. Like it was, it was like, up. That it was was like disarray. When, that was the play when when Beck came off the field and said, "WTF are we doing?" <laughs> right. Which and I don't know if that was on the play call or like it because like he was having to tell everyone where to go. It was like no one knew what to do except Beck. Like Beck was like, "No, go here. No, go there." Like to everyone. Like it was crazy. It was really weird. Um. So we called timeout and then we came out of timeout and we ran the toss sweep <laughs> to the left. <laughs> which you know, like I love the toss sweep. Like I and the toss sweep has been effective this season. It did not work against Alabama for whatever reason. Coaches can be stubborn. I have seen Bobo be stubborn in the past. I'm telling you, he saw something on film that told him the toss sweep was going to be there, and he convinced him, and he like wouldn't let the results of the game change his mind. And yeah. that's a very football coach thing to do. <laughs> Which that I, I feel like that you just spoke like music to the Bobo hater soul because. If I'm sitting in as an unbiased observer, 
um, watching that your conversation, and I'm a Bobo hater, I'd probably say, "See, I told you." Yeah. Um, okay, no. Craig. Okay. So, so here's Craig. I love you. Craig. So here's 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 my issue with. I'll, I'll counter that with Caleb Downs exhibited that he is going to absolutely missile into every single outside run that we threw at them. It <laughs> happened all game long and it happened all throughout the, the entirety of the first half too. Like it wasn't just like a, like a surprise. Like, I mean, Gary Danielson even talked about it. Like everybody likes to hate on Gary, but man, dude, he called a great game in this, in, in this game. Um, he, rightfully so identified Caleb Downs as an absolute destroyer of the Georgia offense. Um, and, yeah. and, I'll, and, I'll, and I'll highlight something that I feel like that I'm not an X's and O's guy by any stretch of the imagination, but I will say that I felt watching the game that there were multiple times when we were running plays into the teeth of different aspects of, of Alabama's game. They had so many guys so close to the line of scrimmage like there, there were times when I was like, man, why are the safeties so close to the line of scrimmage? Like they knew that we were going to do certain things at certain times. Maybe it's because of formations or because of tendencies and down and distance and all those kinds of things. I mean, Alabama has an army of analysts just like we do to try to pick up on those things. Yeah. Why don't you pivot and say, Hey, these guys are too close to the line of scrimmage. They know what we're doing. Let's pivot to something else. Let's pivot to, uh, you know, let's pivot to a, a fly. You know what I mean? Like, well, send someone, send someone that's faster than their guys, because that was something that, that I saw. And, you know, we talked about it on the offensive side was that, you know, I personally feel that someone like a CJ Smith or an, an Anthony Evans, <laughs> might have been faster straight line and cuts than some of the guys that were hurt. And I recognize that people made big plays in that game, but frankly, like they were so wide open that I feel like anybody could have made those catches in our, in our, in our game. So a couple of things, one on like, you know, they're getting up close. And so let's take a shot. I mean, Beck didn't have the time. I will say that like, that's my counter is like, we couldn't protect very well. We couldn't protect as well as usual. I mean, Becky is usually going through games totally clean. He gets the ball out of his hands super fast as part of that. So I don't know. I'm assuming he was, I'm, he was pretty clean though. Like they only had yeah, one but, yeah, but he was under duress. He was under duress and like almost through, I mean, you said two picks. I feel like he almost threw four. Um, <laughs> like there was, I mean, you know, they didn't get any, but they dropped them. I mean, let's be honest, right? Like they dropped multiple interceptions. Um, the other thing is I was, I mean, dude, the McConkey's deep ball catch. That was a contested catch that he made in traffic down to get down to the one uh, shout out to the official. I mean, dude, like, I mean, you know, those guys, it's, it's, it's on the coaches. Those guys are saying, put me back in the game. I can play. I can do it. I'm shocked. McConkey came back on the field after halftime, the way he looked, I was absolutely shocked. I was shocked too, man. Like, yeah. Um, so shout out to the official receiver. Um, I got a podcast, uh, dude's a warrior and, uh, rep the G for sure. He did Saturday. rep the G. Uh, I mean, we had, we, we had, we almost had to burn a timeout late because he couldn't get back to the, yeah. Yeah. He couldn't get back. Like, yeah. That was the second time he was seen hobbling on the field. Yeah. I mean, CJ Smith, we did, we, I mean, he was there. I don't know. The, I don't think he had any targets. He was out in the field. One play. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, 
I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I think the other thing we have to recognize is Alabama's defense was pretty dang good. And like, let's get them, let's get them to credit. I mean, he like said, man, it was an evenly matched game. This, regardless of what the playoff committee says, and I don't even know how much we want to get into that. Those are the two best teams in the country on Saturday. It was a heavyweight fight. Those are the two best teams. And we had lost to them by three points. It was a basically an even game. Came down. I mean, I picked three plays. You could pick out some other ones, I'm sure. But it's uh, it's a game of. I mean, they call it a game of inches for a reason. I mean, it was a very tight game, and we they we didn't make the plays, man. They made some huge ones, and unfortunately, some uh, it was some some former Georgia players that made two big ones in Burton's catch and Tresman Marshall's fumble recovery. So, yeah, yeah, you you hate to you hate to see it. It, 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 and it's it's totally true. Like we talk about. You know, the woulda, coulda, should you uh, in terms of, you know, executing this, that, or the other. But when it came down to it, like, you know, like you said, he was under GRS multiple times. Like, that, that comes down to the offensive line executing. I mean, on yeah. the, uh, on one of the, on the, one of the plays to Brock, you know, Dom was, you know, supposed to set the edge on, on the, on the defensive end there. And, you know, he got blown up and that, Play ended up getting blown up in the back in the backfield for a tackle for loss. That was a stat that they showed um, on the screen at one point. The, the the tackles for loss, the negative the negative yardage plays. They, yeah. they they kicked our butt in the negative yardage plays. Um, but you know, like I said, the uh, the defense did more than enough to to get us a win. We just needed to keep them under thirty, and we needed to get to thirty. Yeah, we we checked one box and didn't check the other. I kept, uh, you know, Kim and I were sitting out. We, we, I, did you change anything? Like we changed what TV we were watching on, and we changed clothes at halftime. <laughs> By the way, uh, did, admittedly, I didn't change anything. I probably okay. should have. I didn't That's all good. I, I wasn't I, sure if anything. I probably, sh- I probably should have. I had my, I had my usual outfit on. It was so warm. It was like so warm all day. I actually thought about putting on shorts, my game day shorts, <laughs> but I had my game day. I had my game day pants on, um, you know, for, for most of the game, which the, okay. that was what I was wearing when, when we went to the games this, this yeah, season. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I don't even remember why I was saying that. Uh, you said sorry. Kim, you were saying Kim and Kim was like, you guys, you guys went and changed. <laughs> we did go and change. Oh, um, shoot. I don't even know if this was, Oh, I, I kept saying to Kim, like, like we just like, we need to force a turnover. You know, like I kept being like, turnover sure would, sure would be great right here. And then what you I was going to say you, was... You thought that it was going to come. You thought that there you, was going to be It felt turnover. like it was coming at some point. Um, and then it was like, just like, dang, 2021 SEC Championship game. where So in 2021, I can't remember who knocked the ball out. It was either Jordan Davis or Jalen Carter. I remember forced a fumble and Bryce Young got on it. And in this game, I think it was Bullard. On that last drive, Bullard punched the ball out and Milrow just fell directly on it. It was like, come on. He happened to fall right on it. Yeah. Like, come on. It was a beautiful beautiful punch out, too, on a player that uh, we're we're sorely going to miss in the future. Yeah. Yeah. So, Um, yeah, that ball could have bounced anywhere, um, but it bounced right to them. Yeah. Yeah. Just, it just, it just, it just wasn't meant to be. Uh, it wasn't meant to be on a, on a number of levels last night or, you know, when we played Whenever uh, it was. <laughs> on Saturday. Um, 
I think uh, that uh, I, I, man, this season was tailor made for being the last season before we moved to 12 teams. I have my conspiracy theories about that. Um, I think that the SEC really wanted to have some teams in and they knew that uh, Georgia winning would not have helped, even though Texas is part of the, the big 12 this year. I think that they would really like to claim that title next year when, when Texas joins the conference. So having two teams that are going to be in the SEC next year uh, was important to, to, to their interests. Right. Uh, that's my conspiracy theory, but we're at, we're adding a play, another playoff team to the league. Basically, that's your yeah. We're adding another CFP playoff, and if they win, then we get to claim another national championship. All those kinds of things. Yeah. Um. You know, if Georgia, all right. So let's talk about the CFP and and the absolute like. Well, do you want? Should I give my conspiracy theory since you gave yours? All right. Let's talk talk about. Let's talk about your conspiracy. I'll do it really quickly. Yours is about the game, right? Yeah. So let me ask you a question. (laughs) So let's say a hypothetical situation. Hypothetically, let's say. Alabama is playing Tennessee in the SEC championship game. Okay. Hypothetically, because I mean, like that would ever happen. Oh, I'm just kidding. Um, although I had, no, that hasn't ever happened. I don't think anyways, I digress. Um, Alabama is playing Tennessee in the SEC championship game. Should I be the replay official as a graduate of the university of Georgia? Do you think that'd be a good idea? I wouldn't think that you should be, but you know, there's, there's a lot of there's a lot of factors in these things, right? Like the yeah. SEC officials, like the head, the head wasn't the wasn't Penn Wagers an LSU guy or something like that? Yeah, that's all. That's that's what is kind of crazy about college football is like how tri- tribal it is and everything. We've got these guys like in the SEC who all went to these schools that yeah. are like refs and everything. So the the re, the guy in the replay booth, everyone's saying why didn't we? Why didn't he buzz? Why didn't he review that catch? The guy's a Tennessee grad, so he went to Tennessee. Um, that's the first thing. Second thing is he, I I don't know that this is a big deal, but I think it's kind of weird. Like he works for the company that makes all the software and equipment. It's called DV sport. Like, so if you, when you, you know, when like you see the ref, like go under the hood thing, right. He's looking at the the DV sports on the side, DV sports on the side, right. That's where that guy works. Uh, I mean, you would think, but I said that to Kim today and she's like, well, so you would think he would know everything works. <laughs> and he'd be no, able to see the replay faster. Yeah, so, that's my thing. That's my thing. Yeah. Like everybody, everybody talks about how how quickly Alabama like snapped the ball or whatever. Like the the TV replay hadn't even really been able to process had, it to show. Yeah, we hadn't seen it yet on TV. So, but, I, but, but had he had had they they have they have mo- like you you sometimes that you you see them go to the actual like analysis like. Showing the guys watching the the replay, they have like it looks like it looks like a NASA space station in there, right? Like yeah, they they've got all these TVs and all this stuff. They have all these different views. They got the pylon camera. They got the first down marker. They got all these different views, right? So yeah, you think that that should not be an excuse? And to Kim's point, like he knows how these things work, right? Right. Um, so one would think. I, Seems kind of weird. I mean. The thing that frustrates me about these games today, they have a rules and an analyst on every single game, and they always like on these questionable calls, like, "Oh, what do you think about that, Mister? Not have any skin in the game at all, mm-hmm. rules official? <laughs> what do you think about that? Well, I would review that call, and then they don't do the exact thing that he said. Like, it's almost like, oh right. my god, why are you even here? <laughs> yeah, I actually feel like I would be really good at that job. <laughs> 
I, like when I'm watching, Amazing. you know, like I'm the guy like with my group of friends, like when we we're watching from my buddy's house or whatever, it was like, Jim, Jim, look at this. You play. What do you think? And like, I predict, I'm like, okay, here's what they called. Here's what I would call, but here's what they're going to do. Like, that's kind of my, my spiel. I would be an amazing rules analyst. I'm just saying. Anyways, sorry. I bet you would. On. I bet you would. We can move on. So um, reporters are good rules analysts. Got it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, so, so here's, so here's, here's, uh, talking about the the reviews in general. Like, I agree, man. Like I, that all, that whole situation is, uh, is crazy. I think what's even crazier is that the guy was involved in some past conspiracy or past controversies in the, in, in he was a, uh, he was a, a video analyst for Duke in the early two thousands and was a, was caught up in a, uh, I don't know how big of a deal it was. I think it was a big deal because it was right around when spot quote Spygate happened with the Patriots. And so people were looking for things, but he admitted to as being a video coordinator for Duke sharing game film with, with Rutgers uh, to help them prepare for Maryland. So, and he admitted to it. Yeah. seems kind of weird. I don't know that you want that guy to be in your replay official, but whatever. At the, at, at best, it's a, a lapse in judgment and calls into question their ability to make, um, sound decision making if you will yeah um or sound ethical um impartial um decision making um at best is yeah. is is a, is a is a flaw in their dna yeah. um that that to me is, is is a question for that's worth that's worthy of the coaches asking like hey what's going on here yeah um Agreed. so sorry for the off the rails Rabbit hole. Uh, you, you wanted to talk about the playoff. <laughs> I wanted to talk about what? You wanted to talk about the playoff, I think. And I took you down that path. No, no. I mean, I, I mean basically what I hear you saying is that he was a Connor Stallions before there was a Connor Stallions guy. I, I wouldn't go <laughs> quite that far, but on that along the lines. Along the lines. Which is funny because like nothing happened to that guy back then and nothing's going to happen to anybody today except Did for you... michigan took a couple of games off like you know jim harbaugh took a couple of games off and the guy doesn't work there anymore but i'm sure is going to end up working somewhere because somebody somewhere is going to say those skills are really good right <laughs> did, did, did you see the eli drinkwitz thing that happened on tv Dude, if that's if that's the way that you want to laugh about it on on TV, like oh, that's so funny. <laughs> I thought it, I thought it was pretty funny. I it is it funny. funny. It is funny. It is very funny. I just think that it's like the fact that they're just laughing at it is uh, even, yeah, even funnier. Yeah. Like, well, that's okay. So on that line, right? Like, the, I think the whole the whole playoff debate came down to okay. So what are you going to do? Are you doing? Are you really going to do four best? Or are you going to go do? most deserving right which i feel like they went in the middle i don't think they really did either personally but we can get to that either we can get to that but the no, funny thing is either. if you're talking either. most if you're talking most deserving like how about we leave out the team that cheated and like admitted they cheated and suspended their coach for cheating like that was never like came up really that seems kind of weird but i mean there there are postseason bans that are levied out to teams for cheating <laughs> yeah yeah I, I mean Georgia basketball, right? Like you know, sorry Fletcher, but like you know, like back <laughs> when we were basketball in, minute, back when we were in school. Okay, uh, Georgia <laughs> basketball minute, dude. Georgia basketball had a crazy like seventeen point comeback against Florida State. Um, oh, by the wow. way, Florida State. 
Yeah. Oh, God, bad omens. Who saw that? Uh, Tuesday night, the dogs take on Georgia Tech. First, I don't know how many students get a pretty sweet uh, Spike t-shirt. So head out to this oh, day. Spike t-shirt does look amazing. It's pretty awesome. So head to this day and uh, clean old-fashioned hate on the hardwood uh, Tuesday night. Josh Brooks, put it, put put Spike on a shirt more often. I want, like, I want, why can't, like, you know, alumni buy the student giveaway t-shirt? I'd pay money for, like, every shirt. Like, the shirt giveaways these days are, like, so amazing. Like, why can't I? I'll pay for it. I'll, I'll buy that. Someone needs to hook us up with that. Anyways, sorry. You know how you know how Peter Millar they have like the standing dog, like the official dog logos. Can we get like a spike logo? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that would be awesome. That would be awesome. Okay, so or, or or the onward reserve if you're looking for a classic city collective partner. <laughs> right, right. So I felt again being naive, because again, Bama gets their own rules. I thought to me, I thought Georgia and Alabama should be a package deal for the playoff, saying like you put Georgia and Alabama in because, Hey, those were the two best teams. We may not seed them one and two, but if those two teams played to that score on a neutral field in a game that was that close, you know, they're not too far apart from each other. So they should both be in like, that's what I thought should happen. Not, you know, I thought that should happen. I, by the time you know it was coming up, I knew it wasn't going to happen, but that's what I thought should happen. So I thought, therefore, if you're not going to do that, then you're not putting the four best teams so you should go most deserving. Um, I will say I think it's I think it's awful that Florida State got left out. I'm not going to sit here and say that they're better than Alabama, um, but with the way they have done this in the past, I I think it's ridiculous. And yeah, I said there's no precedent for what happened. And I what I said in our preview was I put Alabama in the category of needs help. I thought someone else. I, I said Alabama winning against Georgia would not be enough to get them in. They needed another domino to fall. And I believed that. I believed that when we recorded. Um, after we actually, I didn't actually think we were going to lose. Um, and when they beat us, I, you know, that slowly started to, to deteriorate, deteriorate. Cause I was just like, ah, like, you know, the SEC is not going to get left out. They're not going to put us in. Um, and when I saw, when I saw Texas was the third team, I was like, oh yeah, that's Bama. <laughs> Yeah, Bama's when, before. when you when you allowed Texas to jump Florida State, it's it was that that's when things became pretty obvious to me. They um, shouldn't do the week to week rankings, honestly, because they put themselves into a corner and like the whole thing. You're gonna you've been Georgia had been number one for what four straight weeks, and you're gonna drop. We dropped five spots, and clearly you're not doing who's better because you're gonna you're. So we're we're saying that Alabama's better than Florida State, but Georgia isn't like. Yeah, that part that part is that part is kind of messed up. I mean, here's here is how good Georgia is, Jim. Mm-hmm. Georgia is so good that just beating them allows two teams that are outside of the the last weeks before the championship, two teams that are not in the final four to jump into the top four. And one of them with a transitive property win over Georgia. Both of those teams also played each other in the regular season. And one of yeah. them beat the other. And that's how good and that's how valuable the Georgia the, a Georgia scalp was yeah. this year. And to me, the most ridiculous aspect of it is that we're saying that Texas, because they beat Alabama, is better than Georgia. In my opinion, we beat Texas on a neutral field. Um, yeah. I 
I think that we, I mean, we were favored against Bama. We're going to be favored against pretty much everybody with maybe the question mark of Michigan. I think that we would be favored on a neutral field against all those teams. I think that someone, someone like had run the numbers or run the analysis that we would be favored against all of them. But um, I, I think we would. I think we'd be favored. I just, I just like you're telling me that Georgia loses by three points on a neutral field in a championship game after they've been number one, 29 straight wins, and suddenly a three point loss to Alabama puts them as the sixth best team in the country. Yeah, you dropped five spots. Is that what we're really saying? Like, is that really what we think? It feels like that they're just giving Florida State a consolation prize by putting them at five. Yeah. I just, like, it just makes me sick to my stomach that they left out Florida State. Like, I just, like, Alabama should be sitting at home, and I think that Georgia should have been at four. Like, I, I think that we're better than everybody. I think that we are we are the better team than most of these other teams. And just because we lost to Alabama, like they lost to Texas. Like I know. Well, yeah. We, we we lost the wrong week. We lost the wrong week. Yeah. <clears throat> had, had Georgia played Oregon this year, or have we played Oklahoma like and lost and beat Alabama in the same situation? Like what would happen to us in We're that in. situation? Like, would we? I don't know. <laughs> yes, we would be. <laughs> that's what's so that's what's kind of silly about it. Uh um I, I do hate here's, it. Here's the here's the crazy thing. Like, if we had played Oklahoma and beaten them, and like we were supposed to this year, mm-hmm. and we lost to Alabama, where would we be then? So, because then you've got Georgia lost to Alabama, who lost to Texas, who lost to Oklahoma, but Georgia beat Oklahoma. Is this your scenario? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, I think we might be in the playoff. Honestly, like I'm not even joking. The only thing that hurt us is our our quote unquote like strength of schedule, right? Because we I, I think. I think we, then you could you played, could argue you could argue the same ju- amount of teams that we played the same amount of teams that everybody else did in the top twenty five. Like, yeah, I, I mean, I think you could argue at that point. I think you could argue that because Texas, like, you could you could do transitive property the other way. You could say, well, Texas lost to Oklahoma, who lost to Georgia, so we can put Georgia in. And it, I think I think it would have been Georgia and Alabama get in if we had played and beat Oklahoma. I think Georgia would have been four, Alabama three. Thanks a lot, SEC. Washington two and uh, Michigan one. I think that's what happened. But I mean, dude, it was. But then you would have left out Florida State at at thirteen and zero. I'm still not saying what should have been done. I'm saying what would have happened. What would happen based on what they did? Exactly correct. Correct based on what they did. Based on what they did. Yeah, I I I think leaving Florida State out is ridiculous. So here's the thing. Like for me personally, like it's like don't put me in charge because you guys don't want to hear what I think about some of this stuff because I think it should be. In a fourteen playoff, I've always thought it should be most deserving. I thought four best was dumb because you can't, you can't like it's a dumb concept. Like personally, like 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 whatever. Like so, to me, Alabama should not be in because they lost to Texas. We already know on the field that Texas was better than Alabama on that day. Why does Alabama get another chance? Um, so, like, if it was up and to, it was a home game. Yeah. So, like, you can't if you can't beat a team at home. How are you suddenly better? I, I, I just whatever. So like, I think the right, the quote right thing to do was Michigan. Like I, I think Georgia and Alabama get left out. I think you do, you do all conference champions and Alabama gets the short end, short end of the stick. Cause they lost to someone else who's already in. Right. Like that's it for me. I, I, I would have put, 
I mean, I guess it doesn't really matter what the order, because I mean, frankly, Florida State's going to lose <laughs> in the first round. Right. But like, dude, you went thirteen to zero. They beat LSU. Like, you know, they went two and they went two and zero against the SEC. They beat LSU and they beat Florida. I mean, LSU has a Heisman finalist quarterback. Right. Um. I mean, and and I think uh, football is a team sport, and for them to come out there and say That's, all right, all right. you let's, lost your quarterback, like I feel like this is it's a dangerous precedent. Let's, to set. let's hover. Let's hover on that for a second. Yeah. Like we have told, we have told everybody for a decade that if you just win out, you're in. Yeah. If you yeah. win out, you're in. Kirk Herbstreet was quoted. <laughs> Kirk Herbstreet was quoted. Yeah. Hey, Florida State, just went out and you're in a few years ago. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Hey, Kirk, we, we won out. Where's my CFP ticket? Oh, sorry. You guys are out. You're, oh, you got a hurt quarterback. I'm sorry. You're out. It's like, get yeah. the heck out of here. Herbie and get your dog, take your dog with you. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I'm going to sound like such an old man. Actually, you know what? We'll keep the dog. You, you, you get the hell out. He's a nice this dog. is a total like old man. Get up my lawn. But like, what are we telling our kids? We're telling our kids <laughs> that one, one guy is more important than everyone else. And like, why do you want your kid to play in team sports? Why do you have your kids do a group project at school? Right. Yeah, seriously. Like it's the team. It's, it's a team, team and everyone gets the same grade and everyone gets the same results of the team. There's no I in team. Like, you know, it's just, uh, it, it, it's, I think it's disgusting. <laughs> I, I think it's disgusting. I think it's horrible. It, it is. It is. It's horrible. Like it, it, if you're a head, if you're Mike Norville or whatever, like, you know, I honestly, it's, it's, it's frankly like, like who, who are we to say who the quarterback is? So if you're telling me that if, if he suddenly decided to bench Jordan Travis, like because the quarterback's not playing anymore. Yeah. Let's say he's academically ineligible. All right. So does that mean, does that mean that now all of a sudden, like the, the team doesn't get to reap the rewards of their hard work thus far? Yeah. You know what right. I mean? Like let's right. say he, he right. tests, he tests positive for PEDs. Like, is that suddenly like a disqualifier? It just enters in so many variables that just didn't need to be there. It's more, it should just be, hey, did you guys win all your games? Oh, you did. Oh, wow. You're undefeated. There's two other undefeateds right here. Yeah. Well, you know what? You, you, you ran the table in your conference. Like, here you go. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. But their okay, defense, so here's, is, their defense, their defense has looked great, man. Like, their defense is very good. I mean, you, you never know, dude. I mean, okay. Like, we're saying, like, they would wax people. I don't know, man. Like, the Big Ten, like, could they beat Michigan? I mean, TCU beat Michigan. I what mean, they're saying, what they're it, saying, what they're saying is that you, Mr. Head Coach, you have no ability to overcome this player being out, and we're not, we're not even going to give you an option to to figure it out. Like th- that yeah. level of subjectiveness is like even worse than when we were at the, you know, allowing people to vote on who the champion was. Yeah, yeah at this point, let's just go back to the polls. How did how did your dad deal with this crap, man? Like this is this is absolute nonsense. So that's it. That's the thing. It's like, what's fun about college football? Arguing. And if you just send everyone to a bowl, then you just argue about who's the best. It's kind of amazing. It's kind of amazing. Is that what he said? Oh, that's what I say. Oh, okay. I just um, I just can't. I just can't with all of it. Um, so I know something that Josh said, dog stats, was uh hopefully I'm getting this right. His point was something along the lines of if you put any other team there, 
other than Alabama. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. They're not, it's, it's Florida state. So like if Georgia was the reverse, so Georgia had come in 11 and one and beats Alabama to go 12 and one, Georgia gets left out. If it's Georgia, if it's LSU, because I think some people are saying like SEC and I, I was something with Marler. Marler is trying to like be the victim again or something. It's like, whatever, Marler. <laughs> it's like, you know, it's like, no, like it's, it's Alabama. It is that like, that's the problem, but uh, whatever. Marler is yeah. the ultimate bet hedger. Mm-hmm. We love coming, out, coming out predicting, coming out predicting that uh, that Georgia's going to win by ten points. Uh, yeah, you, you have nowhere to go, but you have nowhere to go but up from there. Right. Strategery. 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 Okay. Two quick things, and then we can go back to whatever. Uh, coaches over unders. Thank you, coach, for tracking them all season long. I know we'll have. We still got. We still have a bowl game to play. Um, so we got one more round of over unders, uh, and then plus the the preseason ones. Uh, I think we'll come around. Some of those are done. Uh, we already know, but we both went four and four. Um, so no 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 change in the standings tight, this week. A tight game. A tight coaches over unders. That's right. That's right. Um, so shout out, coach. Appreciate you. Uh, thank you for submitting and checking as always. Um, and then just shout out to our sponsors. So unfortunately, no new Georgia. 2023 CFP uh, watch on the way from Oxia time, but thanks to Oxia time uh, for being the presenting sponsor again. And Hey, you know what? The dog still went back to back. You can still go out and get either of those watches. Maybe you're waiting for the three P to come around to get the, to get a trio of watches, but you can still get two. the dogs are the only team to ever go back to back in the 14 playoff era. That will never change. So head over to oxiatime.com. Uh, you can use the code hunker down to get 10% off an Oxia time piece. Um, then always head over to Homefield. Use code Hunker down there as well uh, for great vintage apparel. And then uh, always check out workingwebmedia.com slash dogs if you need help with your online presence uh, or website. Okay. What do we have anything else? <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, man. Oh man. We we get we get the ultimate, the ultimate uh I guess. I don't know. I don't know. Has there ever been a has there ever been a uh, a five versus six bowl game that's going to pit two teams against each other where the fan bases are just so utterly disgusted at everything? Have you seen the picture from the Zoom conference with Kirby and Mike Norvell? Oh, I was going to say I was going to say the uh, I feel like that we're all like the guy in the in the light blue in the light blue zip up or whatever. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Like he just the... Literally they just saw the they saw he saw the things and he just got up and left. So they had like a coach's zoom for the Orange Bowl and both Kirby and Norville just like both looked like they did not want to be there. <laughs> like they were so annoyed. Like I don't I don't want to be here. Uh actually on that note on the uh reaction videos, have you seen that the video of Michigan reacting to Bama being announced as four? Oh my gosh. I took I have not seen any of I've not seen any of these. I guess oh my I, haven't gosh. Paying, I haven't been paying attention, I guess. Okay, I, only so saw, there's... I only saw the Norvell and the Mike uh, or the Norvell like with his team when they okay. were announcing it and the guy the guy stood up and walked out. So it's it's basically like it was actually so at that same moment, right? The the video of the Michigan like ballroom and they're all like like they're all like giddy and like excited, like what's gonna happen, what's gonna happen? And then it says Alabama and they're like Oh, like there's like a groan in the room, <laughs> and then like then slow applause. I was like, I oh mean, man, 
I mean, I I felt bad for my buddy Brian, who is a big Michigan fan. He was with us at the Kentucky tailgate. Um, yeah, I texted him. I guess that he hadn't even like seen or heard like who they were playing or whatever. Mm-hmm. I, I texted him. I said, "Man, sorry, bro. You guys got the worst luck." And he was like, "What do you mean?" <laughs> and then he texted me a few minutes later. Goes, "Oh my god." <laughs> Bro, you're not sitting there watching the watching the show. Definitely not an SEC I don't, football I think fan. That, I, I'm sure that he probably was just overly like emphasized on. I, mean, I guess when you're number one, like ranked, that, he was ranked number one. Yeah, you knew you're going to be number undefeated, one. and I'm sure he, like everybody, just kind of figured that Alabama was not going to get in because Florida State was undefeated, and right. yep. Texas had beaten Alabama, and uh, yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. All right. I do have feel like there's one thing I looked, I checked to see if I had written anything down. There's one other thing I wrote down. We talked about we talked about Thorson, but we talked about his punting prowess. We we did go, I know we didn't make the playoff, but we had an entire regular season plus SEC championship with no punts returned. I have a feeling, Jim, we're gonna go an entire season without any punts returned, mm. which has to be, has to be. Some kind of record. Maybe yeah. that's a Jason Hasty conversation. I don't know. Mm, mm. Could be. <laughs> Could be. Could be. Uh, well, all right. We knew the run was going to end someday. It, it stings that it ended here. Uh, hate that it was to those guys in that building, which I think is what we were talking about when I was like, dude, we need to start recording. <laughs> um, but I hate that. But 29. Hate that it had two, two Georgia dogs. <sighs> making making impact plays for sure. Yeah. Hey, hey, but you know what, Jim? Like Alabama's SEC championship built by Georgia. Built by Georgia. Couldn't do it without two of our transfers. Um, but 29 in a row, the longest win streak in the history of the SEC uh, with these extra games coming in the playoff going forward. I mean, the, we'll talk about this in the offseason, but college football is going to change big time. And I think the what the committee did here is setting up some precedents for it to change big time. And we can talk about that in the off season, but um, the only team to ever go back to back in the history of the 14 playoff 14 playoff is over. So that will never happen. We will, um, we'll always have that. Which um, should probably give you some, um, which should probably give you some hat tips to what it's going to be like in the 12 team playoff. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So heck of a run. Uh, something we had waited our lives for and uh man it was a lot of fun <laughs> it was fun i'm drinking from a national championship cup nice 2021 nice. right now uh, uh yeah yeah i think heck, that uh heck of a I th- run i think that you had you had messaged something to the to the group chat at one point um you said you you you, had, you were quoting big george it's hard to win a football game it is hard to win a football game let alone 29 in a row um yeah it was a heck of a run man and uh i'm not you know like i'm not gonna get I, i'm actually kind of surprised at how i'm feeling i guess those are the spoils of winning two in a row is <laughs> yeah uh you imagine, know imagine what you would feel today if you know we had lost to tc tcu or if we had lost yeah. to alabama in 21 imagine exactly. how you would feel right now exactly like, my, i mean 
next year none of this matters which you know unfortunately it just is what it is like it, yeah, it's just next, a seed. our our reward or penalization next year would have been a home game a like, home a home playoff game yeah sign, sign me up although we would have been playing Ole Miss which is like I there's there's no way they would have done that that's the other thing they, <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna mess with the seeds to we would have I think we would have Penn State but okay well so here's here's the here's the thing here's the thing if if you're saying that they're going to mess with the seeds, then that's just going to make things even worse Dude, because they're going to do whatever the heck they want. We found that out yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, fair, <laughs> tough, but fair. Oh. But at the same time, they're going to have to factor in like, okay, so they take the CFP rankings week to week, right? Or like whenever they start. So, but mm. to a certain extent, like, the polls mm. still the polls still matter. So like you can't just pull out uh, out of your out of your rear end. You know you can't. Oh, you can't. No, you can't. You because, can't move the number one team down five spots and move number eight to four. Okay, so <laughs> the precedence here is at the top. The precedence here is all about been rejiggering the top, right? So yeah. if you're talking about rejiggering the top, nothing really changed below, right? How I'll are, tell you how, though how how can you re, how can you regroup? Penn yeah. State, Ole Miss, and Missouri oh. based off of an SEC championship game. I'll answer it. So here's the here's the weird thing about the way it's going to work is there are additional rules applied. So it's not just the top 12 teams in the ranking. You can be in the top 12 and not make the playoff. It's possible. Yeah. Um, because it's like, like the conference champions make it. And, and we'll probably have to do a whole deep dive into this in the off season. But like, if you win so your like conference, conference, you're in, conference USA, the top group of five champion makes it makes the playoff. So this year, Liberty would be in the playoff. Yeah. I saw that. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing is you have to win your <laughs> conference to be one of those top four seeds. So let's rewind back to 2021 and put it in the 12 team playoff, even though Georgia was the three seed in that playoff. So we were a top four team we would not have been the three seed in the playoff. We would not have gotten a bye because we didn't win the SEC. Alabama did. So they right. would have had to drop us to five. So they can't, so they will rejigger based on that. So the first they figure out who's in, and then I think they reseed something like that based on the rules mm. just alone. So it's going to be weird. It's going to be it, weird. It's going to be, it's going to be weird. Someone's going to get left out, but frankly, like I feel like that and it's not going to be enough because at some point there's going to be a question mark about, Texas or Alabama or Michigan or Penn State or some of these some of these blue bloods that get left out of the twelve team playoff and it's just going to start uh, an avalanche of trying to expand yeah. it even more because well, then we're going to go to sixteen. Then we're going to sixteen. Yeah, it's coming. Like, it's coming. It's only a matter of time. It's more money, man. It's more money. Why? Money. I saw. I saw the. I saw the game. I thought. I saw the game set up for next year. Like the the championship isn't until the end of January now. Okay. I wonder, John, what are the odds that Kim is still listening to this episode right now? <laughs> Zero. <laughs> She's still going to this and comes back to me. Because uh, we, we, our anniversary is in the middle of January. And so, like, <laughs> we're totally going to have, like, a national championship game, like, on our anniversary. <laughs> but, but that's, like, a perfect, that's, like, a perfect anniversary gift for you. Oh, but... yeah, that's exactly. 
is a trip is a trip to uh to las vegas for the national championship right like totally yeah exactly it's exactly what she wants to do although like i told you man she was in she was into this game man she slammed the door it was awesome it was pretty awesome like she like was leaving the porch to go inside and slam the door and i was kind of like man that's my wife my, it was my like wife, a, my it was wife awesome. slammed my wife slammed the garage door leaving <laughs> because uh, I was yelling at the TV too much. <laughs> and she was yelling zero uh, percent. Good, uh, <laughs> good times, good times. Melissa, Man, I, I, Melissa, I one, uh, Kelly, Lori, don't don't tell Kim about that conversation. If you heard I it. for Continue. one am heavily looking forward to the pictures of you and Kim with. And Elvis in Las Vegas at some point wearing a Georgia hat. My got a podcast hat. <laughs> hey, we can go like re- we can have our vows <laughs> renewed at the national championship. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. Uh, See, these are these are these are the things that you get now because we're uh, now having to play to almost the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be weird. It's gonna be weird. Ah, uh, man, it it, it, uh, it you know. I'll say this, like, I know the season's not over, but like, you know, the, the run that we've had since we started the podcast has been pretty, has been pretty amazing. Um, it's been fun to do it with you. And I feel like that this conversation was more cathartic than even like any of the stuff that I've done before. So if yeah, if you don't have someone like a Jim and a John to talk to each other, like just go talk to someone that you and just joke about things and talk through it and yeah, I told Jim. I told Jim. I was like, you know, <laughs> what, what did I say before before the episode? When I was like, "Dude, we've got hit record." <laughs> no, 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 no. It was it was earlier. It was earlier today. <laughs> Dude, I mean, we had been talking for like thirty minutes before we started today. I know, oh. I know, I know. Oh, I said, I said, uh, I said, I had asked you if you had solicited questions <laughs> because because I thought. <laughs> Because I thought that this was going to be a great episode to get questions from everybody. You're like, did you solicit questions? I was, I, I, I did my when I read you're, your text, and you're, you're just like in, you're just in the zone. It's like, no, this is a review, dude. I read your text, and I was like, are we on the same podcast? Like, this is a review episode. <laughs> I thought it would have been a good episode, but maybe hey. in retrospect, I don't know how many, I don't know how many questions from Craig we could have answered in this one. But uh, poor Craig, poor Craig. I'm going to stop attacking Craig on Twitter. I'm sorry, Craig. <laughs> But it is fun. It is fun. But my response to you was, I thought this was a therapy session. I think, and, and hey, and I, I think it was. I think it was. I think, I it, think was. it was. So hopefully, we didn't even talk about this... our bourbons. We didn't even talk about our bourbons in this therapy session. I we Maker's Mark. Do, we don't normally do bourbons during the. We don't. Years. We don't. I went with Maker's Mark French Oak Forty Six. Just went with an Old Faithful. So. And Old Faithful. I went with the bourbon that I bought um, for the weekend, which was the. Um. Uh. Oh my gosh. The Angels Envy. Angels oh yeah, Envy. yeah. Yeah. The Angels Envy store pick that I talked about on the on the preview episode. I ended up getting it. Um. Oh, and man. then I and then I threw a little bit of Eagle Rare in it. For those who are not watching on YouTube, which hey, like subscribe on YouTube. Hey, by the way, if you happen to come on across with anything, subscribe and share with your friends. Anyways, if you're not watching, I was literally just wiping tears off my face because I was laughing so hard just now. So thank you for that. Uh, <laughs> That's pretty awesome. Someday we'll talk about the bourbon that I bought this weekend. I'm not ready to talk about it yet. And someday we'll drink it. It has been stored and will be drank someday in the future. Someday. Ah, I look forward to that day, Jim. Me too. Me too. Me too.
All right. Well, this was this was this was cathartic. It was. I hope it was cathartic for those listening. I hope everyone enjoys it. And uh, I can't overstate how much we appreciate everyone who's coming along for this ride with us. Uh, I know we've talked about it, but we went from a random text message like the week of the Arkansas game in 2020. Hey, John, you want to do a podcast? Uh, what? And uh, to have the engagement that we have is uh, it's 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 a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. It means a lot. So. Thank you to all for enjoying with us. Yep. And uh, we've got, we've got another, we've got another game. We've got an orange bowl trip to to Miami to talk about. And um, we have an undefeated team that we can basically spike the football on the CFP's committee to a certain degree, which I don't know how I feel about that, but we have no other option but to do it. So yep. um, Let's prove everybody wrong and and go out and and smash some Seminoles. I like it. I like it. Down for that. Go dogs. Go dogs. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.